0: I've said that no place in Korea quite feels like home, although Koroot comes close. It's a guest house and non-government organization situated near the President's Blue House and Gyeongbokgung Palace in a quiet pocket of Northern Seoul. It has offered both short and longer term accommodation for adoptees and their families since 2003. With Korea's growing tourism, there are so many accommodation options now. You could stay at an Airbnb, somewhere right by a subway station, or perhaps a renovated traditional hanok in Bukchon, or a designer hotel in Hongdae with a rooftop bar and overpriced cocktails. There's no need to stay at KORUT, but you would be missing out. I first stayed at KORUT in 2012. On my second day, I was roped into an interview for a Korean newspaper with legendary adoptee activists Kim Stoker and Jane jong Trenka. Later, I sat in on committee meetings for the annual Single Moms Day Conference, Anyone was welcome and afterwards we would all have lunch together upstairs. Single mothers, their children, adoptees, allies. The whole house was bursting with life and the spirit of social change from the basement right up to the second floor lounge. At CoRoot there was always an event or a meeting or even an impromptu performance by adoptee musicians. And of course, the most stimulating discussions were to be had at the dining table particularly late at night over glasses of wine or steaming cups of tea, with adoptees from different countries and backgrounds who were bound to disagree on adoption, Korean society and the meaning of life. I lived for those conversations. From their second year of operation, the guesthouse has been managed by a very progressive pastor named Do Hyun Kim and his wife, Chong Ae Kong. For 17 years, Pastor Kim and Mrs. Kong have shared their home with a revolving door of adoptees and our unique brand of craziness, which is often intensified, understandably, by being in Korea. They have not only shared their space, but they have created a warm, nurturing home away from home. At CoRoot, you can ask all the questions you like, from how can I get to Namsan Tower, to why does my birth parent refuse to meet me? without self-consciousness or fumbling over Korean. This intimate, welcoming culture was further fostered by two adoptee staff members, whose presence at the guesthouse and involvement in the NGO work made Koroot a more accessible and adoptee-centric organisation. In 2013, Sungmi Laura Cho became the first adoptee to become an official member of staff, followed by Simona Eunmi, who continued Sungmi's advocacy and community-building efforts until 2018. Pastor Kim must have met hundreds or thousands of adoptees, adoptive parents and Korean families by now. But he still offers his full presence and compassion to each and every person. When I was personally struggling with my relationship, or rather lack of relationship with my birth mother, I expressed my frustration to him one day over dinner. I know, it's difficult, he nodded. Koreans don't talk about trauma, he told me they push it down into an invisible suitcase and carry it around until they just collapse one day. There is Pastor Kim, the pastor, who listens to each story with empathy and jokes around with adoptees at Chuseok events, and also Pastor Kim, the activist, who has dedicated almost half of his life to fighting for the rights of adult adoptees and single mothers as well as educating Korean society about international adoption and providing a platform for the academic and artistic work of adoptees. As an activist, he is fierce and unrelenting. If you have seen the TV series Ted Lasso, he looks like a panda, but inside he is definitely a lion. In the same way that I cannot fathom how Pastor Kim has lived with adoptees for 17 years and hasn't gone mad, I don't know how he continues this work with such commitment and passion, even now as he prepares for retirement. This drive is perhaps his superpower. Indeed, Pastor Kim is one of the heroes of this community, as are Mrs Kong and also Chung Sun Kim, the ever-present, ever-patient office manager. And every superhero has an origin story. Consider this, then, the origin story of Dohyun Kim, pastor, writer, activist, community leader, and friend.
1: You're listening to Adopted Feels with Hannah and Ryan, a podcast on anything and everything adoption-related. Before we get into this conversation between Hannah and Pastor Kim, I'd like to give a content warning. This episode mentions suicide. Second, this convo was recorded in Korut's basement on a stinking hot summer day with windows open, so there's some nice ambient background noise throughout. Sorry about this. Not much we can do. Finally, Pastor Kim has expressed some worry that he may be misconstrued due to English not being his first language. We've run this episode past him before releasing it to you all, of course, but think it's still important to say this nonetheless. As I hope you'll all agree, we feel his warmth and general meaning has been expressed well throughout.
0: Thank you so much for meeting me in person here at Koreet to have this interview. <sighs> Um, So first, can you tell us how you became interested in working with adoptees um, while you were living in Switzerland, back in the 1990s?
2: First of all, thank you very much that you were uh, selecting me (laughs) as a speaker here now. Thank you very much. And uh, what you are asking me about the first stage of my life involved in Adoption issues in Switzerland. I moved into uh, Switzerland 1992. Uh, not moved actually. It is kind of working contract between me and uh, Swiss Federal Church. Mm. And as you know, additionally, I actually involved for the Korean adoptees' life issues in Switzerland. It was starting 19, 1993, around June. One of my friends who is doctorate in uh, the city of Basel, it is around one hour away from where I uh, lived and I worked for, uh, usually. He called me that uh, Pastor Jim, there is one Korean adoptee committed suicide. And as a pastor, a Korean pastor for Korean people, I suggest you uh, to come to her funeral because he has more contact with Korean people in the city of Basel. I was living in the city of Bern. He was one of the supporters for me. How do I uh, uh, work as a pastor in Switzerland? Switzerland Because he studied there uh, since a long time. And uh, I went to the funeral of this young girl. Who passed away with her age 23. It's a very sad and painful time to be at the funeral. Uh, there are maybe less than ten Korean adopted young girls and girls and boys. How do I say? They are beginning of twenties around. Mm. Were also attend. Uh, they attended the funeral too. That is actually first collision between me and Adoptive Society. Mm. Mm. And then, it's very natural way, I told to the parents after funeral, I'm very sorry for your loss. And as a Korean pastor, if I did know the situation of Korean Adoptive's life, maybe I'm kind of responsibility to be together with a, Uh, adoptive people, something like that, but that is not uh, very appropriate uh, kind of the condolence. But uh, my sentence was like that, I mean uh, expression my sorry, uh, it was a condolence, but after that, unconsciously I'm saying that way as a Korean pastor, I'm feeling responsibility for these people. Mm. and the next week uh, next sunday there is a church meeting church steering committee meeting
3: mm.
2: and uh, i told what happened last week and then uh, at the meeting i expressed what kind of things happened and also explains then uh, what i told to parents i'm sorry for your loss then moment one young church uh, student steering committee young lady, a member of the steering committee, saying that Pastor game. you are saying now, sorry for the loss of this family, but I cannot feel you will are, you are really uh, express your sorry. Do you have a sorry inside of you? Very challenging questions. When this young Korean woman challenged me like that, I was a little bit shocked. Because a Korean pastor usually leading the church more or less, you know, kind of the. I'm not that kind of person, but the, the expression of a young Korean woman who are living since long time in Switzerland, mm-hmm. uh, with her husband, uh, a Swiss husband, uh, their way of expression is direct, nice. but Korean people is usually expression uh, a little bit, you know, the wrapping up with a courtesy
0: yes like more soft
2: or soft, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. indirect yeah and also i'm a re- maybe around uh, 15 years older than her
0: so do you think she meant um it's not enough to be sad like what, what yeah, are you going yeah, to do yeah. about she it? she's saying mm. like that
2: if you say sorry uh, when you are in a uh, for example elevator you put your uh, foot on other person's foot, and then immediately you recognize it, and you are saying, but at the same time, you put away your, your shoes away from that position. Mm. If you say sorry, then you need something to do.
3: Yes, that some is, yeah,
2: yeah. follow up, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, There is. That was uh, her challenge. Mm. And uh, I told her, told in a meeting saying about adoption issues, actually, I have no idea what's, what is that. I have no idea at all about adoption issues. Then probably we said uh, every month, once, once a month, every month we have a steering committee meeting. And then the, we put this agenda, regular agenda for our meeting. And uh, then the October round, we decided probably it could be nice once we are providing a kind of uh, dinner and inviting Korean adopted people who are living in Switzerland. Then the, we invited, anyway, the, I did, do not know anybody, but the church members know some people and uh, let them to know other adoptees are also invited. Then the, around 50 adopted people coming to our dinner in Berlin uh, They are coming from other cities, Bern or Zurich or Lausanne different cities they are coming and attending the dinner uh, atmosphere is very nice but still uh, I'm not used to be together with the young adopted people and also I had to all speak in German at that time my German level is still very low then I communicated at the end of the meeting whether they enjoyed and they are saying yes we enjoyed a lot and in which way then some uh, adoptees saying, when we are going to a party, usually I'm the only Asian, all others are white. Today, we have only one white and all Asian. Because the space was provided by a husband of one church member, and he, he was the only person helping all the serving together something. It was amazing tonight, somebody <laughs> saying like this. But uh, if you like this kind of meeting, maybe uh, we can uh, uh, organize it next year, too. People are saying, yes, how wonderful it is, all Korean food, actually very delicious Korean food, because (laughs) all the Korean women prepared very good food. Usually they used to uh, uh, cooking well and partying always. And then uh, if you like, Then we are preparing next year's event too, but one condition. As you know, I'm a a Korean and just arrived here, maybe only uh, eight months. Uh, I do not know what kind of culture here. Probably you know better than me and I need your help. Probably around uh, somebody who is ready to prepare next year's party, then the people are raised around five, one of them was Daewon. (laughs) <laughs>
0: you met Dewan back then yeah,
2: yeah. at the very night, first night, meeting yeah. with yeah, Adoptee. Yeah, and uh, Mark Shampo too. But oh. I
1: cannot remember Mark Shampo was there, <laughs> but he told me he was there. Wow! Hmm. Hi everyone, this is Ryan Interjecting. For those of you who may not know, Mark Shampo and Dewan Kim both served the Adoptee community for many years. Daewon is a former Secretary General of Goal and was instrumental in gaining the right to dual citizenship for Korean adoptees. Mark Champal worked as an activist for adoptee and single mothers rights in Korea for many years with organizations including KORUT and KUMFA, or Korean Unwed Mothers Families Association, among others.
2: And then uh, it's set up. We are organizing next year's meeting and five uh, seven, uh, five to seven people uh, were ready to prepare uh, prepare together, and uh, then Christmas, uh, I invited these people to have a dinner at home, hmm. and uh, listening from the people how their life is. It's it's Im- simply like in this house, people mm-hmm. are sharing the all out of these different cities and sharing their experience. That is the beginning. Uh, mm. But they set up to meet regularly every month mm-hmm. until next year party. Oh, wow. When yeah. they are ready, that then the we are re, uh, kind of the first meeting at my home, but second meeting at elders, Korean elders, and the other meeting at other Korean woman's house, something like uh, uh, steering committee's house. We are rotating and uh, having a party, a kind of party every every month because mm-hmm. a special day, having a good food and having talk. And they are coming from different cities, one hour, two hours away. arrived there. That's why it was very. Uh, we have to think it is very special. And these people decided. We want to build up a Korean Adaptive Association. Mm-hmm. Then, this association is uh, legally set up around 1994 or around June something. They set up a kind mm-hmm. of Korean Adaptive Association, mm-hmm. uh, which is people from the German speaking area called Dongari. And Daewon was also a member of the uh, board of directors. And they are asking me to, as a member of board of directors, because uh, many, I'm not adaptive, but they are especially ask me to work together
3: okay. with the organization
2: because many of the things actually linked what I'm working, you know, Korean food, Kore- uh, kind of Korean uh, language, or Korean movie night, or Anything uh, mm. we are organising together, that is very beginning stage, you know. It is different from now. Uh, that is uh, mm. almost 30 years ago. Mm.
0: I guess they mm. must have also trusted you to invite you to, onto the board.
2: Yeah, that is yes. a very natural way. Mm. Uh, natural way it was like that. And then kind of uh, board, but uh, kind of guest board member, you know. Mm. I'm not of tea. But I have been actually working as a board member until I leave, I left Switzerland, almost seven and a half years long. Oh, wow. Mm. Mm. Work together. Then the people, uh, every year, almost 10 events every year. Mm. It is very busy for me, almost every month, you know. Mm. That's a lot. (laughs) Uh, General assembly around February, and then maybe the movie night. And then the uh, excursions, ski weekend, some discussion. And you after. went to
0: every event.
2: Yeah, yeah. Discussion oh. event, organizing together. Yeah. As a as a board member, we organize always mm. together.
0: Can you remember mm. what was it like the first time um, you you heard these stories and you know experiences from
2: adoptees? Just I. First evening dinner, just one person beside me, it it was very special. It is maybe the unique, uh, special stories. I'm eating together the food, in the middle of eating, and I cannot express natural way to even sitting together, but uh, my German is limited, that's why. It is not easy, but in the middle of eating, this person is crying crying or tearing down, silently. Oh. And after the eating, we are standing and going around, having talk each other, and this adoptee approached me saying, Pastor Kim, I'm very sorry, and saying that because of what I tear down? It is my English, right? to want to tear down. How do I say say this? Actually, we say (laughs) tearing up tearing up or just crying mm. so crying is okay crying yeah. and then the why I cried when I sit here I smelled kimchi kimchi mm-hmm. and he told me that whole uh, his life in Switzerland he has some kind of smell in, in the, the here kind of nose but he was wondered what kind of smell this is what kind of smell this is mm-hmm. kind of
0: like like scent
2: memory kind yeah, of. Yeah, scent mm. memory was here, but he couldn't clarify what was. Mm. When sitting Korean food table, when kimchi flavor comes up, and he cried, oh, this smell, this scent mm. was. That was very, actually, one side sad story for me. Mm. Oh,
0: <clears throat> me too. I.
2: Can. Yeah. <laughs> mm. That was actually one of the challenging moments of the first evening Wow
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm. so from the very beginning it was mm. very emotional yes mm. Mm. significant and, yeah. and also kind of painful for me mm-hmm. as a Korean pastor mm-hmm. sitting in this kind of situation what was what we as a Korean have been doing something like that I immediately immediate thought to. It is more theoretical way, but I'm feeling mm-hmm. that way, feeling painful and feeling sorry too. Kind of the kind of striking me. Yeah. Was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh anyway though, you know, I told you about the, the funeral. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's interesting. She left actually. She made a book, printed, collecting Adaptee's anthology, Adaptee's story. And she is editor.
0: The young woman?
3: Young woman.
2: Before 23, she made already a book. And her story was also included. Mm -hmm. And I read her story. It's very impressive, very challenging. And then also because of this publication of a book, she was interviewed by Swiss national TV show. Oh. In okay. seven minutes,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
2: she got an interview, and then she told about her life in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Occasionally, oh, uh, as a stranger to live here, internally, she is uh, 100% Swiss, but on the street, or different place, already challenged, are you uh, a student who come here to study, or something like that, those mm-hmm. kind of questions. And when she is looking for an apartment, First, the the house owner recognized that she is a Swiss because her accent is fully Swiss accent, Swiss mm-hmm. even Basel accent. Mm-hmm. There's in Swiss city to city the accent is different. And then, when she arrived to the uh, door of the house owner and opened the door, and the house owner shocked mm. because oh. she expected a Swiss girl, but it's Asian girl. Yes. And starting talk, but very rude way. There is many ways of excuse. We, I do not want to give you this room.
3: Kind right. of racist
2: okay. a- attitude. Mm-hmm. And we don't like a st- uh, stink smells okay. when an Asian woman is cooking. Oh, right. Yeah. And also saying that the, we don't want to see you have a lot of man visitation, man visit. Mm. It means you could be a bitch. Expression, but those expressions actually meaning that you are kind of prostitute. Mm. In front of her face, she put kind of this racist attitude. Yes. As she expressed in the video clip. It's very hard Mm -hmm. to actually to listen her video. Still I keep this video in
0: yes, uh, yeah.
2: my computer. That is uh, actually the first mm-hmm. stage what I didn't know how the adopted people's life.
0: It was really a turning point in your mm-hmm. life kind of mm-hmm. like there was before yes. that time mm-hmm. and then really after that you, you devoted your life to yes.
2: This, yes. This cause but still, I didn't, uh, you know, the, uh, as a pastor, when I came back to Korea, I went to work as a pastor. I didn't change in my, my life lines. Anyway, the, those are kind of the first meeting. After that, many adopted people in Switzerland asked me to looking for their family. Usually, I'm reading their adoption paper. And the stories, mm-hmm. names, and I'm typing it and uh, making a letter to KSS usually. Okay. KSS, the organization mm-hmm. sending our children to Switzerland. Then I'm faxing to fax message to the KSS, often sending fax three pages descriptions. Usually, as a liter- literature person, person, I wrote very beautiful kind of prelude part of the writings, and very sad story starting, and the <laughs> name, name and uh, uh sending to uh, the KSS person, social worker, and she is reacting very well, because we didn't know each other at all, yes. but my letter was a little bit impressive always, I suppose yes she was reacting very well because the anyway my writing in Korean is sometimes very elegant too Okay. (laughs) I'm so sorry like that maybe not to say here Uh, uh, you have
0: to make a case you have to kind of uh, unfortunately you have to get on their good side, you have
2: to um, yeah. convince them somehow to help, I think. Yeah, Then the, uh, that is the way. That's why mm. she is reacting very sincerely and very speedy. Sometimes in one week we found, two oh, weeks wow. in we found, or uh, even immediately it's possible too. There's so many positive reactions from KSS mm. because KS, uh, Switzerland has a policy Adopting children from Korea, uh, one condition: children in Korea have been tried by original family, and it's impossible to give these children by the original family. Those evidence is clear. In that case, Swiss is saying yes to be adopted children from Switzerland to Korea, not infant. It means. Many Swiss Korean adoptees lived in original family only three to five years. It means a lot of, actually information, not, okay. not as an infant. Uh-huh. That's why the, it, it was easier, actually, to try to find yes. if the adoption agency has a real uh, attitude to try to find. Okay. But when, yeah, I said, I, yeah, 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 mm. when I send, if cooperative,
3: yeah,
2: When I send the letter, a fax letter, usually she is very respectful mm. attitude respond. That's why I adopted people saying, Pastor Kim, you are miraculous, Pastor, because mm. of finding birth family so rapidly. Yes, and they are coming to my house usually, and uh, Korea one phone. And two phone in my house, I'm keeping and the other person keeping, and first reunion by phone, always. Oh, My, wow. my German is developing rapidly and uh, translating as a two phone in my house and the Korean family. Yes. At that time, that is the only way. When I came back to Korea, I'm staying usually three months every three years staying in Korea while i'm working in switzerland it okay. is home leave system okay. three years three months three years three months i come back to stay in korea right. that time adoptee in switzerland coming to korea
3: okay. and
2: i went together with these people to hold or to call to adoption agencies or something like that that's why even in korea i served for the family search, and those cases, one was very successful, immediately success, the other one is I went to Holt together with her, because in Switzerland around 1100 uh, Korean adoptees, first maybe around 80, uh, uh, full stage, the earliest, that they actually uh, kind of mediated by Holt, all the others by KSS, but these people very early, it was probably 68 something, very early stage, okay. and I went together with her to find, to try to find first family, mm-hmm. even it wasn't possible. That's why there's a failure and success too.
0: But so, you had a lot of um, direct experience with yes, birth yes. family search and um, working with the, well, uh, communicating with the
2: adoption agencies. And also, I spend a lot of time with events with adopted people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spending time a lot. And I I learned from them directly. Yes. One of the things, there's many events, you know, for example. Another suicide is such a horrible experience. It's very hard to Mm -hmm. actually to accept, but we cannot approach these cases. Or some people are in, in hospital, almost. Yeah. challenge it psychologically that's why kind of broken in a hospital or was kind yes. of situation and sometimes they marrying and uh, officiation of the marriage too and uh, also inviting to their home with all other peoples and kind of rotating from this home to other home spend a lot of time with the adopted people one night one dinner, sitting together with one adoptive. He was sitting here. He asked me, Pastor him, what do you think about adoption? You know, I still, my mind is not clear. You know? Even I saw the people who are suffering under drug issues, or kind of, kind of broken of psycholo- psychological situation, or sometimes they are divorcing, and uh, after that, uh, you know, the, they, they have a marriage with white, but the way they jumped in uh, in Adoptee Association. It's a kind of Korea <laughs> syndrome, you know? They divorce. Yeah. And they yeah. are building up the relationships and uh, making the family and those kind of situations. I'm officiation process for this couple, something like that.
0: Oh, so you mean, yes, they. Yeah,
2: they may
0: be, um yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: divorce uh, a white partner and then no 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but one person who was sitting beside me asking me what is adoption? Pastor Kim, you have to say your opinion. I want to listen from you. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, uh, you worked here with Adoptive society so long time. You have to say, confess. He's challenging me. Huh? But I was murmured, because even if I saw so many things, still my mind is kind of in between of the discourse of past, the adoption agency made in Korea, adoption is beautiful, and the western adult family is such a respectful, nice people, and so on. Kind of positive interpretation of adoption, but I experienced so many difficult situation of adopted people, but I wasn't very clear. How do I interpret? And this Mm. person telling me, but I couldn't answer murmured, well, (laughs) but I cannot go. I can tell you the basic character or essence of adoption is separation and loss, Mm. according to his opinion. Separation and loss Regardless of your life's beautiful, successful, wonderful. Regardless of your life is how your life is going, but the separation, loss, separation and loss is the basic part of our being. Whether I can manage it well or not, but uh, this is not disappearing. He's mm-hmm. saying those ways. Mm-hmm. This wound as a separation and loss. As keeping in my body whole my life yes but he was managing very well actually he, he personally yes. he has a very successful a very bri- brilliant and good job and in the society he has kind of the a being respected
3: yes
2: but he's saying that way and also concretely pastor Gim. I'm working in a, such a good company here in Switzerland, but you know, I'm waking up in the morning in my room, go to the toilet, the bathroom, and I see who I am. But this face is not I wanted to have from the beginning of my life in Switzerland. Then I'm recognizing you are different. And go to the office and working with the uh, co-workers, sometimes they have a a meeting with uh, uh, other companies, people sitting together, a business. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the business, usually the pa- uh, kind of partner company's person is saying, how, did, how could you speak uh, Swiss German so well? Swiss German is identity of Swiss people. Even German people is immediately recognized they are speaking differently. I cannot speak Swiss German. It is very hard. I speak more or less high German as a kind of uh, official German language, but Swiss people recognize each other through their language. Okay. Then mm. how could you speak so well Swiss German? Mm. Then, well, I'm adopted. He has to say that, but that moment, is—he is feeling that why I have to reveal my private life in front of this first person who I'm meeting first time. Mm. and then additional kind of questions then the everyday life he is feeling that why I have to say this kind of painful part of myself to the, the person who I do not know well
3: mm.
2: coming back home before going to sleep again go to bathroom and watch himself that is a feeling him actually always some taking away some energy from him
3: yes but he
2: is managing the life very well Mm -hmm. that's why the separation and loss is never disappearing Mm -hmm. and he's saying another kind of the parable way parable view how do i say kind of the mm. like an analogy yeah Uh, kind of the way pastor if you are swimming in a river yes sometimes there is a, a water water is upper part is warm but the bottom there is a cold water if you are swimming then sometimes feeling cold water in the bottom and you are feeling that i have to something acting differently kind of swimming fast or a little bit strange feeling as an adoptee i'm living here like that uh, daily life, one side I'm swimming, I'm enjoying the life with a family uh, adaptive family, everything, but uh, always i I'm, f- I'm feeling in my foot there is cold water mm-hmm. something like that he expressed that way yeah, leaving uh, living kind of the strange occasions or uh, he himself is feeling differently those parties alive, and he saying this cold water kind of the yeah. swimming uh, mm-hmm. that is my life mm-hmm. he's saying that way anyway his expression yeah. uh, he taught me those kind of basic things to understand the adoption issues and separation loss
0: yes and later actually Korut translated the primal wound to the book right into yes yeah, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: There was actually other person, other adoptees. I think the that book is mainly, strongly uh, recommended by uh, Kim Stoker.
3: Oh, okay. Kim
2: Stoker strongly recommended me to... This book is recommendable mm. to, to translate.
3: Mm.
2: And uh, I'm sorry, maybe I'm going one more. Okay. Anyway, this separation loss mm. is leading me when I finished my work in Switzerland I moved to UK for three years, uh, yes. and I wrote a thesis about separation loss, but the mother side, birth mother side. Yes, That is the reason that I learned this as a key part mm. of the adoption, but key part of adoption I learned actually from adopted people. And then I thought, Adaptee's voice is very alive. When I went to UK, I checked all the scholarly kind of mat- basic materials. Many adaptees are already out uh, speaking uh, their life a lot. Many many people are doing like that. Okay. Uh, not many, but I could see uh, people who are uh, speaking out their life. But there's no birth mother's voices at all. Korean birth mother's mm, right. at all. That's why I Jumped to adaptive experience to interpret birth mother's ex- experience. I mean, if your paper is tearing, how do I say? Tearing apart. Yeah, tearing yeah. apart. Then it is kind of scar. Same, you know. Then this is separation loss, and this could be all separation loss. Right. That is yeah. my starting yeah. point of the, my kind of the uh, my uh, essay uh, kind of thesis. And also I asked, actually, before I moved to UK, I was uh, kind of a uh, kind of farewell kind of the worship, and around 10 Korean adoptees coming to me, to our worship, uh, worship and saying bye. And I invited these people, these adoptees to my house after having the ceremony. And I told them, if I write about the adoption issues, are you okay? Without your, your support, probably I may not jump in to write those kind of the articles or uh, thesis process. Mm-hmm. Kind of the sharing the idea what I have been doing. The people know each other, and these people are saying, yes, Pastor Jim, please do it. Mm-hmm. That is uh, the other way of I jumped in to write the thesis. Yeah, anyway, though kind of rapport we have been uh, having as kind of base of I start to write. Yes. That is the moralist way. Mm -hmm. But uh, I couldn't write uh, uh, about empirical studies. That probably I can say with your questions, maybe. Mm -hmm. I'm saying too much in between, you have to
0: say. (laughs) So actually um, your work in adoption like from the very beginning it's been in solidarity with with adoptees mm. and um Parting everything, together <laughs> Everything you learned was from like direct conversations yes. and um, yes. personal relationships
2: Yes, yeah. Yes.
0: Hmm. I had no idea actually that you you did so much community work before Karut.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's almost um, not different actually what I did in Switzerland, what I I have been doing here in uh, KORUT.
0: Can you tell us about your vision for KORUT? So you, KORUT opened in 2004? 2003,
2: 2003. before I just arrived here. They opened, but uh, uh, they have uh, kind of difficult to run this house. Okay. uh, The leadership. And they actually called me to UK. Pastor Kim, you were actually writing uh, your thesis about adoption. They already know what I am dealing with. That's why they asked me to come back to Korea and run this house. Uh, Almost six months, seven months later, I was here. First, they opened it. But they couldn't manage it well. And uh, on the website, kind of that time is uh, almost beginning of uh, www system. Yes, yes. And then many people are writing actually strongly against KORUT, The people who are staying here, their oh, experience is so okay. negative. Like they're leaving bad reviews. Yeah, bad reviews. Uh, these and are adopted people. Yeah. Okay. Then leadership was very challenging. But we have had a good intention, but Uh why this kind of result? And they were scared and challenged, and they called me. Okay. Pastor Kim, you were studying about adoption issues. Also, you have been doing for adoptives a long time. We know, as we know, please come back to Korea and run this organization. Then I came here, but still, you know, I thought maybe around three months I can help this organization. I will jump out to the church. Okay. <laughs> that is my that is my intention because I even I wrote thesis. I thought this is my last contribution. What I have been doing in Switzerland, kind of the homework I did, yeah. and yeah. then I will go my way as a churchy pastor. Oh but, no! So you
0: thought <laughs> you thought you would just come and um, help KORUT like get on its feet for yeah. three months, and it yeah. would be the end of your, all your adoption work. Yeah, yeah. But actually.
2: It's my life, it's my life.
0: <laughs> you've, now you've been here for, what, 17 years at Koroot? Yes,
2: more than 17 years, yeah. 17 and a half years, almost.
0: Well, so when did you decide, like how did you decide to stay and commit to Koroot? What happened?
2: How One side, I spent a lot of time. As, as you know, I spend a lot of time in Switzerland. Also, it's the same uh, togetherness, you know sitting together eating table listening the stories and crying and laughing there is also again the kind of the things like that but the other side as a church pastor usually is kind of addicted you want to church to lead the church congregation you know every sunday you're preaching and leading the people theological theologically kind of the progressing yourself it is be part of my whole life. In Switzerland, also, I didn't do only adoption issues, you know. Mm-hmm. I was working for the uh, schools for anti-racism mm-hmm. and also a kind of inter-church relationship between Korea and Swiss churches. And also I was working for the Korean con- congregation in Berlin and in Geneva, too. Mm-hmm. And all this part is my, my pastoral work. Usually pastors, usually you were trained like that, uh, they like to be a church pastor. I was those kind of situations. But it's hardly to, maybe another story I have to say. Oh, the, you know, I want to go to church, then usually you are going to church and show yourself and preaching the church two times. But it failed. Church are not inviting me as their senior pastor or the kind of, the, I want to take a, a real position of mm-hmm. church, failed. But the third time, it is not directly uh, tried by myself but my friends actually pushed me to put in a church where I would like to go, those kind of churches, I like it. that church very much. It is actually not very far from here but church elders actually checked about my background in 89. Okay. It means almost 15 years ago, what happened with me. Right. It means I was working a church, in a church in, just in the center of Seoul, a huge, big church, the first Refo- uh, Protestant church of Korea okay.
3: as a okay. vice
2: minister. That time this territory is my parish. I was working for this family too. That's why I know this family well. Right. And, but uh, because of democratic movement, I was standing for the student movement. Ah, yes. Democratization uh, process, I support these uh, groups inside yes. the church. Church actually, how do I say, uh, kicked me out. Right. Because a pastor who is uh, uh, supporting the left wings movement. Okay. Those stories were known to the church uh, the church who would like to hire me yes. they, uh, I was the final and they checked and mm-hmm. they say no mm. I didn't know about it but one of my good friend of friend who is elder too and this elder have a very good relationship with this church's elder and they showed Pastor was hired? No, why? Oh, we found him as a kind of the left-wing pastor kind of communist pastor Something, is oh, okay. Korean right. you know? Then, behind of the scene, it happened. I didn't know, but my friend, Elder, once, uh, coincidentally, sitting together with me, Pastor Kim, why you were, not resect- you were rejected to go to this church? The behind story he told me. That moment, I was very angry, very uh, kind of furious mm. about the situation. It's uh, 15 years ago, and also church had to be also kind of uh, theo- uh, theologically what I have been doing was from the Bible, from my theology it was right one, but church is conservative Right That's why I was no space to work in a church yes. That's why I went to Switzerland
3: uh, Because
2: yes. if you once labelled as a left-wing pastor or a kind of exaggeration I'm not a communist, I've never been but a kind yes. of red color pastor you know? Yeah then uh, you cannot find any other churches. That's why I left Korea, okay, and uh, I find a, spe- uh, a job in kind of the hired by Swiss Church. Mm-hmm. That's why I went come mm-hmm. back to Korea again. The same situation after 15 years. Ah, oh, right. I was really really furious. The situation, and mm-hmm. I gave it up. I never go to church back. I decide internally myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then Wait, I can... said. Okay, I'm working for Korut Because Korut is asking me to work here Okay, But yeah. I like too much to go back to church But church is uh, refusing me Then I will stay here hmm. That is around uh, four months inside of the After I arrived, happened
0: Yes, ah, okay
2: But I'm, not, I'm now very happy, my decision
0: Yeah
2: Really happy, you know uh, in between theologi- uh, theologically, I developed myself a lot too that 's why the wow the i 'm a, a r- really a right place i 'm working on
3: yeah,
2: not in a church congregation, which is always kind of conflicting your- between the conservative yes maybe it's taking energy too much from me anyway that so is my situation
0: it was your dream to be um, to lead a church yeah to be a regular yeah, church maybe. pastor but um, yeah but maybe it was actually like your I don't know your destiny or you, Taedong, you had yeah. a different um theological mission and
2: also it's a very uh, kind of fitting me how i'm working here
0: mm. are you still um like these days uh do you think most pastors in korea are more conservative than you like are you still yeah. kind of unusual
2: uh, there are uh, many uh, small groups of the churchy pastor like me. There are mm. in Korea, but these people are pastoring a very small church. Oh yes, yeah, very small church.
0: And do you think, um, like even as a child, did you have a very strong sense of justice? Like we always kind of, um, did you always have this kind of?
2: Like activist personality. I think, uh, I think maybe this is internalized when I when I when I was very uh, small child in mm. a primary school uh, time, mm. because I was very good at studying. Teachers expressed uh, their love to me <laughs> a lot, and in the school, one of the only person who supported by teacher, and all others yelled by teacher. <laughs> and uh, all my village, uh, we usually work in uh, 30, 40 minutes from the, our village to school, mm. and around 15, 15 uh, children are going together. Mm. But there are a group who is actually how do I say, it, uh, discriminating me only, mm. because I was actually distinguishable in the school, but in the village, you are always uh, kind of mingling together, but I was having difficulties. My family is a little different. All the village, a couple of the family are Christian, but all others is not. Anyway, I was a little different from the whole the, uh, village, and they are actually discrimin- discriminating me. One experience, there is a children, uh, 15, for example, they have actually physical lines, who is the strongest, who is the weakest okay. in, in usually children's group. Then the, you need to show how strong you are. Then the second worst, the second weakest, and me was surrounding uh, 15 uh, children and the riverside in uh, on the sand. We fought each other. but I was beaten by the second weakest. Become I was the uh, the weakest. Those kind of yes. experience, yeah. I have some difficulties with group group. Dynamics. Uh yes. I, I was uh, kind of intern- internalizing my attitude to fight against majority inside. Yes. Physically, I couldn't do it, yes. but inside, deeply,
3: the mm. kind
2: of uh, majority's attitude. It's looking bad for me, too. That is uh, the beginning stage, what you were asking. Yes. I remember those kind of things.
0: And it probably helped you to... Um like personally relate a little when you met adoptees.
2: Um, that is yeah. very clear. And middle school, I came here in Seoul because I was good at studied and the second best actually middle school of the Korea. Mm. I entered this school. But again, all Seoul children and I'm coming from the Daegu, beside of Daegu, mm. a very rural area. Yes. And I was looking different, looking m- miserable than the Seoul children. Oh, mm. Again, I was a little bit, you know, my pronunciation is fully different. Yes. When I'm reading the book, they, the whole the classroom is laughing on me. And then again, I'm feeling marginalized. Yes. And those kind of miserable situation made me a lot of hurting. Mm. And uh, there's no money, that's why I'm walking from the school to my home, taking three hours every day afternoon i'm going home it located behind Changnam. it is uh,
0: walking home for, for yeah, three yeah. hours yeah
2: three hours mm. it's a kind of suffering but it's internalizing me also kind of weakness of myself and also when i went to university i was starting to work there but time of dictatorship i was standing for the Labor, laborer, and the weak, weak part of the society. Because I have sen- sensitivities, yes, I need to support. Or oh, I am the part of this. Then the kind democratic movement. I uh, involved a lot of the uh, this way.
3: Uh-huh.
2: Then this way is a kind of very. Uh, from the beginning, children, childhood, to uh, when I li- lived in the rural area, uh, my primary school time, the family is a kind of the outstanding, uh, rich family, actually, in compared with others. But uh, my uncle failed the business, my father put a lot of money to him, oh. but he failed, mm. and uh, we immediately become very poor, and all this process to the university, I have very strong kind of the bond or strong attitude uh, to stand for the uh, op- being oppressed.
0: Yes. So to go back to KORUT, uh, even though you started working here, you, d- you thought it would just be for a few months, even then, did you have a vision for KORUT?
2: Well, uh, I do not have a, a kind of, I'm not a person of, to, to have vision first. Usually I'm adjusting, I found, then the, as you know, I spend a lot of time with the, uh, adapted, Swiss adaptives in Switzerland. Immediately I adjust with the, the spending time with the people listening, sitting and uh, kind of talking and drinking and uh, uh, sharing
3: mm-hmm.
2: and the, providing the comf- uh, comfort at the guest house, that is one. Yes. But as I told you, the, I wrote a, a thesis, kind of the preliminary one. Mm-hmm. And then the, my, one of my main interests is to have an interview with a, a birth mothers. Mm-hmm. Then the, uh, occasionally, there is a, a I have to translate for family reunion. Yes. Sitting to uh, the mom and uh, listening. Or, and uh, first I thought maybe I collect the uh, uh, phone numbers of these women I met. Yes. Seriously thinking whether I'm having a depth interview
0: mm-hmm.
3: with these
2: people.
0: Oh, just to interrupt, so mm. in case people don't know, um, although Corute uh, didn't officially offer birth family search services, um, mm. You have, like, assisted many adoptees more behind the scenes yeah, yeah over the years with, um, like, yeah, interpretation and mm. mediation and mm. some informal yeah. counselling services.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. in that way, yeah. you've met yeah. many... Very adoptees. natural way, you know. People are coming here and also adopted who was the staying here, found their family, and yes. natural way families are coming here and sitting together, let the people... Uh, feeling comfort and express their life in no kind of attitude of the judgment or something, the supportive attitude, and they start to have a talk, translation, and they want to also need, uh, the birth family is a lot of support, you know. Mm. Nobody supports them at all and never express their uh, personal life but this is inevitable. Now, child and, and return adoptees and them sitting together as translator, uh, a pastor, and they start to have a talk with me mm. a lot. But uh, when I seriously thinking about it, whether I w- will do the depth interview, but uh, when I translate it, I know already the situation and one, I have already kind of basic my theoretical approach of, of, about adoption. That uh, in the UK I, men, I wrote a thesis about uh, one thesis, but the condition of separation loss What kind of power is tearing up between adoptees and uh, birth mothers? And the power, I kind of the saying that the uh, uh, privatization of women. A kind of capitalistic society, cause it, and a patriarchal value structure uh, in culture in Korean society, and Eurocentric understanding of the Korean people's attitude. These three is the main factor of uh, tearing up the children yes. and mom. Yes. And the patriarchy, if you are saying, I'm a person of in the middle of patriarchy, as a pastor, as a man, I'm sitting together with a woman. The most horrible, painful stories. If mm-hmm. I'm collecting, mm-hmm. ethically is right. I wondered. I wondered. Yes, truly, I wondered.
0: You have that uh, existing power dynamic yeah. between you. Contradictive. And, yes.
2: That's why the I uh, deliberated many months, but mm-hmm. I stopped. Maybe I'm not qualified at all to have an interview with the most shame, the people are feeling it's a very shameful yes. uh, hiding part yes. to confess in front of unknown person personally. Mm-hmm. Know each other, but it's, it's a, mm-hmm. as a researcher, I may not go this way. That's why that time I there's a Tammy Chu, who is living here. Yes. And she is uh, not a male uh, film director, female film director, yes. and adoptee, then I thought this is the best best mm-hmm. of best uh, choice mm-hmm. rather to make a film instead of what I'm doing an in-depth interview. I give up my finalizing my PhD then it was already finished, actually, and field thesis, but if I enlarging it with uh, empirical study, uh, yes. then it reshaping all the uh, kind of thesis could be nicer for me, but uh, what is nicer for the women who mm. are having interviewed me, mm. it is only, you know, kind of the taking away from this woman, making a good is, maybe thesis can be contributing the society in different way but the, I'm not the person right that's why the yeah. let me to make a film mm. about the mother's voice my main concern is Korean society need to listen to hear the mother's voice yes that is my main focus mm. main purpose to ask yeah. ask her to make a film
0: I still think Tammy's film, Resilience, um, mm. is one of the best documentaries mm. on mm. the adoptive experience and, and the family reunion. Mm. Yeah,
2: Also very beautiful film you know, mm. for mm. me. I didn't expect those but I'm not uh, at all a filmmaker, you know. That's why the I asked her actually to have an interview with mothers. Kind of basic materials, not a featured film style.
0: Yes. Um, That's yes. In,
2: at the end, there you can find actually three people's interview. If you uh, have a, this uh, kind of CD at the end Oh, like some video.
0: supplementary yes.
2: videos. Yeah. Yes. That is what I intended. You know? Yes. And uh, it was very good materials for me to use, go to other places showing t- 20 minutes, about what uh, yeah. I'm saying. Mm. That is my original intention. Right. Yeah. But Tammy made it developed like such a beautiful film. Mm. I was happy, but uh, it took st- a lot of time too.
0: So, Kuru't, um co produced the film, mm. as well as a lot of other um, adoptive projects over mm. the years. Like you, mm-hmm. Kurut translated Tobias Hubernet's book, mm-hmm. and um, KORUT has worked with an advisory committee of adoptees mm-hmm. who live in Seoul mm-hmm. and also employed mm-hmm. some adoptees mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it was always very like, de- in- deliberate for you to make space for
2: and give voice to uh, adult adoptees. Mm-hmm. One of my main focus is how the Korean society reinterpret international adoptions differently interpreting it it is uh, for my point of very important part i mean separation loss has to be revealed by the voice of adoptees that is uh, direct voice is mm-hmm. important one of them is uh, anyway tobias book but the first year's anniversary already i invited natalie for an exhibition here the oh, yes. art exhibition. Mm. Also, at the first uh, year's anniversary, I invite three people, three adoptees, as a main speaker mm. to the Korean. Here, around 100 Korean people are uh, uh, sitting outside, but the main speaker was adoptees. Mm-hmm. It means adoptees' voice is such, a, such an important power, having power to challenge Korean society. That is my uh, basic understanding and also this space as a kind of I thought this, is a, this space is, can be a microphone for the adaptive people mm-hmm. function is, should be a microphone for adaptees from the mm-hmm. beginning I thought that way mm-hmm. that is a, a basic understanding of my uh, work then Tobias book is such an important book then the Korean people has to know about it with the uh, Tobias book i started already here this year we can finish maybe 10 books
3: hmm.
2: yeah so many books we translated and publishing it
3: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: through this way actually the public publication of books as uh, provided provide to korean society and korean kind of scholarly field people are reading and also people who are in activism reading this book and they are changing their mind uh, those is the reason why the adaptee 's voice is such an important and also authentic vo- voice you know even I have been working so long time my understanding and my exp- uh, my expression is not complete at all, even nowadays. The authenticity of the people authentic mm-hmm. character of the people has a power, and uh, the voice. Mm-hmm as not, how do I say it, manipulated by other person's perspective. Yes. That is very important. Even I do not intend it, mm-hmm. but I have a, theoret- uh, a, a theoretical uh, background or understanding of Korean society. That's why I deliver my message, but it could be only supplementary voice, I think, mm-hmm. the main Main voice should be the Adaptee's voice. Also, it is very important if I'm going to speak, people are asking, who are you? Those kind of situations often. Why you are speaking? But if Adaptee is going, saying their story, nobody is asking. People are accepting immediately. There is no, no kind of the biased part. What kind of reason you are speaking? People can say, Maybe I'm saying about Korut, my experience, or something that people, oh yeah, something like that. (laughs) But uh, that is important. The other way, I found the people have a voice inside, but there is no place to speak. That is also very important. And uh, Korean society has no kind of, the people do not know about the other And uh, if the Adaptee goes saying or, you know, the the artwork or even singing or uh, articles, all this existence is uh, is, uh, the main power of change of Korean history. Still, I'm believing that way. That's why I'm actually one side, whether I'm doing too much, I'm not intending, but uh, Adapt his voice, my wishes. Adapt voice is much more alive here. It, it is, it was, but nowadays is a, a little bit invisible. That is my feeling. So.
0: You've said that in the past that your goal for Kurut, like as an NGO. Mm. Um, was to create a society that does not need KORUT. Mm. Like how much do you think we have managed to change Korean society like in the past, you know, 20, Mm. 30 years Mm. or Mm. do do you think it's still possible?
2: (laughs) Uh, I think, as you know, the KORUT is not in the beginning. It was simply uh, providing a uh, kind of comfort place let the people to stay here. But when I start to run this organization, then the first I tried was making a film. That is the first activities, as a kind of NGO activist, making a film, because need to raise the voice in the society. And 2006, I raised the voice at the day of Adoption Day, which is declared by government first, as a first year of adoption day, then I start to speak my voice according to my learning. It means uh, the government has to focusing on to prevent separation loss, not the celebration of ad- adoption. That is the beginning. Then NGO part is growing. Actually, it was NGO, but the more is focusing on providing a comfort space for the adoptees, but uh, raising voice is growing. And as far as I listening more and more, I'm feeling that the NGO work is needed
3: mm-hmm. to, to
2: challenge Korean society. Then spending time with adoptive people is making me what we have to do. That is the, the way I have been doing, we have been doing. There are some achievements as many people knows, the returning adoptees initiated the full revision of special adoption law, mm-hmm. but it's not completed one. complete one, still we need com- uh, the changing mm-hmm. in big scale again. In after ten years, now we try to change it. That's why the NGO work is never ended yet. But one side, the I think the, the unwed mothers issue. When I started my voice, there is no Unwed Mothers Association uh, to two thousand six. But after that couple of years, Korut and returning adaptees uh, spend a lot of time with Unwed Mothers. Mm-hmm. Then in Korea there is Unwed Mothers Association is born. Mm-hmm. And this Unwed Mothers Association is working hard and they have their own voice.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It means they are actually kind of fighting for Against separation laws. They're doing a lot. I think they can do achieve the final goal. No more we have I have to work for. Then it's uh, one, one part of the mission is kind of completing mm-hmm. process. And the other part is what I'm thinking the in the beginning the I thought the truth and reconciliation issue of adoptees mm-hmm. the Korean society has to think differently interpreting of 70 years of adoption. The people in general, public uh, kind of, the, in in general, uh, people are thinking overseas adoption was inevitable. Mm-hmm. And overseas adoption is good for the adopted people. And adoption agencies uh, working as a good, good kind of social welfare work. Western adoptive parents are such a beautiful people with respect, uh, respective Mm
3: -hmm.
2: international adoption is one of the child care system Mm -hmm. internalized in Korean society. But I do not agree at all. Mm -hmm. Child care system, whether we include uh, uh, international adoption as a child care, I never agree with it. This is we have to overcome the international adoption. As a global human history, we have to eliminate this structure. Mm -hmm. That is what I'm thinking. There is some kind of inevitable part, but not as a general alternative care system. I never agree with it. Although you have a good life, maybe partially, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, But uh, uh, I do not agree with uh, uh, the international international adoption as alternative care. We have to try to overcome or Actually, official process of ending international adoption is mm-hmm. urgent necessary, mm-hmm. for my understanding, and also different country too. If a poor country having difficulties of raising a children, then other countries simply support the structure, not taking away a child. Yes, that is uh, mm-hmm. my perspective. But the reflection of 70 years is necessary for Korean society. Kind of the new. Kind of understanding different way.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The adoption is based on separation laws. In that case, the Korean society has to think what's wrong with us. We did something wrong. And the full scale uh, the investigation, and uh, as a result, finding the truth mm-hmm. and governmental investigation process, finding the truth, and then they have to. Express, Korean government has to express to the Adaptive Society kind of apology. Yes. Okay. And also, maybe original models here. Yes. Uh, bring apology. That part is uh, still, we have to go a lot of work and go. Maybe this goal is not simple. That's why what Korota have been doing this part is still necessary to work. It's not the time to shut down right. the yeah. That part is open.
0: Just to go back a little bit, I wanted to ask, how do you think the adopted community has changed over these past 20, 30 years that you've been working?
2: As you know, the first uh, around 10 or uh, more than 10 years, it was very active
3: mm-hmm. in Korea,
2: at least, you know, yeah. until yeah. ask is uh, try uh, working and uh, what is track is working well together with us. As for for the activism level, the cooperation has been done very well. And Ask disappeared, and Speak is uh, uh, anyway succeeded uh, Ask, but also Speak is almost invisible now. And some people try to set up a new organization.
0: Oh yes, yeah. But
2: uh, still. I'm not sure when it is uh, visible, and uh, that's why I'm actually a little bit, you know, there is no adaptis, adaptive activism here in Korea. Mm-hmm. How the how the all the issues we can bring the Korean society to reflect the past histories. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I'm a little bit concerning now because mm-hmm. now uh, we are working as an individual level. For the this uh, uh, adoption Truth day also individual level the Janina and punyang uh, has been working individual level
3: mm-hmm.
2: and now we are uh, kind of the uh, doing workshop project according to uh, anyway the, as a as a next step of truth and reconciliation there is no actually for me no kind of the communication uh, channel with adapted people mm. a lot that's why the how the adaptive society uh, co- how do I communicate with adaptive adaptive society that is uh, not easy
0: i even wonder um I mean, after after covid hopefully uh, i don't know hopefully life will kind of resume as normal and um the adopted community in Korea will somehow come back to life.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But I'm not even sure what that will look like, mm-hmm. you know, it's...
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It's been so quiet for uh-huh. the last you know, uh-huh. year uh-huh. or year and a half, it's so it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to imagine.
2: Mm-hmm. And the other way, actually this homework to the challenging Korean society about rethink about 70 years of adoption histories, mm. Actually, I'm feeling that Koreans themselves study hard and change themselves. That is basically like that, because they did mistake. And they have to find the mistake and change
3: mm-hmm.
2: their uh, past history.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I'm asking the Adaptees, why don't you help us?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But the adoptees' authentic voice is so strong for the changing process. But without having this voice, Koreans have to develop their uh, understanding and changing their uh, past histories, too. There is a kind of, you know, the, for me, I'm always asking adopted people. But the adopted people can say, why are you asking us? You have to change it by yourself. Right. That is also yeah. theoretically like that. Yeah, that it shouldn't be always the the burden of um, Mm. even daily life is not easy here. People say, yeah, Yeah. Mm. that is uh, that's why my expectation is probably too much. But uh, I'm also kind of addicted to work together. Then it's so effective. Yes. Mm.
0: How do you stay um, so motivated, you know, as an activist? And I I mean, I think. I guess maybe you've always had a very strong drive or mm-hmm. a very strong mm-hmm. will inside, right? Mm-hmm. How do you keep going, uh, you know, over all of
2: these years? I think the one is uh, I have anger. <laughs> I mean, you know, if I'm sitting together with an adopted person, listening to life, mm. one side said, the other side I have anger against Korean society, Korean history of adoption. Yes. I have stored up by the story <laughs> of adoptees. Yes. I, I have anger. Then this is actually motivating me
0: to mm. fight. Yes.
2: That is very clear.
0: As the last question, can I just ask you um, what do you think has been the most rewarding thing about your work in the, over the past 30 years?
2: Hmm... Friendship with Adopted People and partying. <laughs> <laughs> Spend time together and sitting together to have a talk. It is addictive. Even I'm not a member of Adopted Society. Hmm. That's why it is... Uh, Usually we have party here, then the people are going the second
3: round. round, (laughs)
2: But I'm not going second round, but simply sitting together with the people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I miss it a lot because of coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And also general atmosphere is a little bit changed internally here. And uh, now it's a little bit more professional, become more professional. Mm -hmm. But uh, from the beginning for a while, Whenever I want to uh, invite the people and sitting together and have a party, making some food together or maybe the uh, kind of garden party is a more natural way. And that is uh, very, very rewarding things for me. Yes. Good friendship.
0: I want to thank you um, just for myself and and on behalf of so many adoptees, I'm sure. I, I think, I'm not sure if you will, you and Mrs. Kong will ever, and the staff, will ever know the full impact of, of what you've created here at Roots To have this space that feels like safe and it feels like a sanctuary, feels like a home where you can find emotional support is is invaluable. I think um, for me, um, I feel emotional saying this because I know that Code is um, preparing to to finish at least one big chapter, mm. um, but it's been such an integral part of my experience in Korea, so I don't know how to thank you
2: enough actually. Mm. Mm. But you know, the, I have been here always happy, together with adopted people, and also sharing their the most intense part of the adoption Hmm. stories painful it's not enough to say painful i have no word to find their scar of their life in a way sometimes i'm not experienced as it is that's why i try to make a humor humor oh yeah yeah and uh, making kind of, although it is a very sad, but uh, making it a uh, different way, uh, having a joy. That is what uh, I have been doing. That's why I'm saying party or chatting or drinking and encouraging each other. Something like that is a very meaningful part of me because you invited me to in your world, you know share.
0: Yes, so we have um, this final rapid question segment. Don't think about the answer too much. Mm. Yeah. Is that okay? Mm. <laughs> Number one, where are you most looking forward to traveling um, after the pandemic?
2: i try to go to uh, Canada mm. because my daughter is living there. Mm. My wife is uh, try to go early enough but when, we don't know yet. Canada, yes.
0: Number two, Clearly, um, yeah. what is the best dish an adoptee has cooked for you at Kurut? <laughs>
2: best dishes, there are many. So Everybody has a different way of cooking. Mm. I worked actually three, three four chefs even at the kitchen. Oh, you, 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 yeah. you I learned with... with
3: uh, I, I learned from them. Adopted chefs
2: in the And I remember one, it's uh, the most... For example, moor, French uh, shells. Oh, like uh, mussels? Mussels. Yes. Mussels cooking with wine and mm, a, a cheese or something. That is uh, one of the, my memory in my mm. mind. I want to cook it by myself. Or I learned actually from one adoptee to cook the Colombian raw fish cooking with some some ah. herbs. Some herbs.
0: Okay, like a kind of
2: ceviche? Yeah, ceviche, something Ah. like that. But the the taste is a little different, but the is, I like it a lot. (laughs)
0: Um, What is something about you that other people might find surprising?
2: People will find me in me. Yes, is there
0: something that um, most people don't know about you? um, About me. That might be surprising?
2: I'm not sure. I open usually. I open myself a lot. That's what I hide myself? I'm not sure. I cannot dance well. I cannot do music well.
3: Oh, the, oh <laughs> no, <I think. laughs>
2: what is uh, I like to read uh, the theological discourse and philosophical discourse a lot. That is my a kind of hobby, mm. people are surprising or not, I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, my life is more or less open, everybody knows, and I like to have a talk each other, sitting together, eating together, drinking together.
0: What is your, um, your favorite drink or like your favorite wine, do you uh, have one?
2: Not favorite, but I generally I like wine, it's uh, good for me. Oh, surprising thing, sometimes I'm drinking alone because nobody is drinking uh, surrounded me. I mean, my wife doesn't like to drink and uh, my past- pastor's friends are not drinking at all. Even people are not. Maybe for Korean Christians, nowadays it changes, but the Korean Christians is looking that a pastor is drinking wine, then maybe you cannot find your space to work in the church. Oh, uh, it is so okay. so conservative, yes. but uh, mm. I don't mind. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and also I'm sitting actually in the, my here basement sometimes, uh, reading books. Sometimes I drink one or two glasses of oh, wine. Yeah.
0: Mm. Okay, last question. Um, do you have any new hobbies that you've started during the COVID times?
2: I, I told you I'm now drawing with the pencils. Uh, not pencil, how do I say, small uh, oh. pen, it is not the real art materials. Maybe I develop some, some training is necessary, and <laughs> some materials is also necessary, but this is the very beginning. Yeah. Maybe I could have this hobby, a new hobby, yes.
1: Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Adopted Feels Podcast. If you like what you hear, please recommend us to your friends and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening.